Today on the show, we've got Shayna, co-founder of Toomey Water. Damn good. This, today was the first time we tried it. I just liked her and her story and her vibe. That's why I reached out and wanted to do the podcast with her. But had it today. It's damn good. Like us, she's a former uh, college athlete, played at UCLA, and then played some basketball overseas. And that makes a lot of sense to how and why she grew her company and started the company. We discussed why she started the company, how she differentiates herself within the market, how she's reached out to vendors. We talked e-commerce. And how she's being flexible and evolving her brand and company. Things that do work, things that don't work. She's talked, she talks about these pretty openly and how it wasn't easy for her to understand that maybe this doesn't work. She needs to adjust and change and she's doing that. There should be a lot you take away from this episode. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy. So, oh, so the Russian thing. Yeah. Do you know the story behind all that? Uh-uh. Okay. So they went, they went over there and they were making, I think the first year they made like, or they were, no, 45K in the WNBA and then the first year wherever, overseas they're making like 100. Right. And then... I forget which one it was, Sue or Diana. Uh, I think it was Diana. Yep. And then the next year, they like, she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm coming back or I'm going to go elsewhere probably exactly, which is common like you. Mm-hmm. And then they doubled it. And then the third third year, it was a new owner, new team in Russia. And they said, we'll pay you like almost half a mil. Mm-hmm. And she was like, all right, I'll stay. Like kept, they kept, she kept wanting to leave and they'd keep right. around. He ended up being this old Russian spy. Wow. Yeah. So the uh the twists and turns in the podcast are great because it's just it's sue and and diana and then a you know a host um but they talk about like how great he was and if like they would go on a trip to wherever it was they would have like a black car and a briefcase mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like all this like really fancy stuff and in the wba she's like at the time we would stay we would take 5 a.m flights out and we'd stay in the worst hotels and yep. all that kind of stuff you know you're probably their same age we're probably right around there right and, uh, and then this guy was like really good dude, really good dude, helped them out, anything they needed. One time they, he's like, here's a credit card and let them spend whatever they want to spend. And she was like, I was, I was going to buy a purse. And I was like, I don't know if I should buy a purse. And they did it. And they ended up buying like 20 bags or some crazy shit. Sure. It's like, wow. like a Gucci or a, yeah, yeah. a nice, a nice bag. Long story short, they're going to, they're somewhere for a game. It's like the semifinals. They've already won three years in a row, the Euro league or four years in a row. And, uh, th- she wants to go, goes to talk to him in the room. He's not there. That's like, you know, kind of weird. You, even if he wasn't there, they'd be like, go sit in the room and, you know, he'll be there in a second. It was kind of like his, mm-hmm. you know, family. He had been shot up in a car, murdered. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Right. Wow. So then they, they, they always knew something was up, but they didn't know like what like they didn't, I'm sure they didn't do too much research. He was really good to them and that's what they knew. Right. And they'd always heard rumors of stuff, but they just kind of let that go. Right. And then uh, all of a sudden one day he's gone. So it was, it was crazy. Yeah, I didn't know about that part. I only knew about the contract. It was a big deal that yeah. I think she was the first, Diana was the first female basketball player to earn a million dollars. Oh, okay. And she, it got up to a million. Wow. And that season, because... I mean, for for WNBA players that play overseas as well, they're mm-hmm. they're playing twelve months. They're playing the whole year. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's no break for them because the overseas season is typically seven to eight months, and then wow. the WNBA season is you know Just three to four. So, uh, they she actually decided to take the WNBA season off that year, and it was like huh. kind of a little bit of controversy because it's like, how are you not playing in the American League? But she ha- she had to be. Why would you? Yeah, yeah. exactly. She yeah. was honest. She you? was like, yeah. I'm getting paid all this money, and my body needs a break, so I just need to do what's best for me. You're gonna and, you're gonna pay me yeah. twenty times more and expect me to not exactly. Like what what's men? We were talking about this last. We're rolling, by the way. We're yeah. Just going okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> on the what, what's the minimum WNBA contract now? I think it's like know? thirty-five thousand. Is it okay. still? See, yeah. I felt like it was higher. Yeah. I, and how I many mean, games? Do you know, like forty? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. I I should be better, you yeah. know, just as a, as a, f- a female athlete and one that's played basketball and have friends that played in the WNBA. Honestly, I should know more. Yeah. But that's yeah. I guess part of the problem, right? Yeah. The fact that Maybe, it's yeah. not the the information is just not out there the same way that it is for the men or but it is like you, you mentioned yeah. diana it is because it was so big right so exactly. maybe they don't talk about the minimums but yeah, they talk probably. about yeah. like we're not talking about the nfl minimum contract of whatever 375 yeah, or something true. crazy yeah. yeah but you talk about when matthew stafford signed some major deal or right. person x maybe that that's is true yeah, yeah. Maybe too. We're talking about this because former college basketball player, yada, yada. Yeah. We'll do like an intro at the beginning. Yeah. We'll give us a background after, okay. <laughs> after this. Yeah. The backdrop. Yeah. yeah. Backdrop. Backdrop yeah. intro. That's Got how we it. roll around here. 
That's right. Yeah. Hey, dessert before breakfast. Right. right. Or dessert yes. before your meal. Yes. <laughs> dessert before your meal. I'm not mad at that. No. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't had dessert in a little bit of time. I'm doing this no um, or low sugar, low carb uh, I like it. kind yeah. of diet. So what made you do that? Hurting my knee pretty much. Yeah. Just made it harder to do the normal workouts that I was used to and wanted to kind of just kind of get back in shape, tone up and just, you know, that was the original intent for it. And then when I started it, it actually gave me so much more mental clarity and focus that I didn't realize would happen. I mean, obviously you you do the science and being in the food and bev space, you know a lot about it, but, and as an athlete, but still it doesn't click till you actually sometimes have to go through it. And, and yeah, I was just less irritable. There were certain times that I was like, did I take something today? Because I just, this is not bothering me. And it was literally just because I kind of limited my sugar intake and carbs and what that did, you know, psychology to my psychology, to my mental, to everything was just really great. So you say it as an athlete as you know, we're same age ish. Right. And we played college football. Yeah. Um, but when we were taught, it wasn't, we weren't being taught smart things. Mm -hmm. It was like carb up for the game tomorrow. Yeah. And it was like, it didn't matter. Like if that was French fries or I remember one time somebody come talk to us about post-workout, which, what we should be eating and stuff. And one of the suggestions was like, even if you just take a handful of M&Ms, like what I swear to you, we're in a room full of all the I athletes was at Bowling Green. You, you know, that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to, you know, M&Ms, like just something to like replenish your glyc- glycogen levels. And like, I, I understand where she was trying to go with it. You know, like you're going to tell us that no, like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Now at 35, I know that at 20, I was like, cool, we're going to eat M&Ms. I can do that after a workout. That's not an issue. No, it's so true. I mean, that's part of the reason why, you know, I started what I'm doing now is because I I should have had, I should have been like the the creator of Gatorade's granddaughter with how much I drank of it. You know, it's just (laughs) like they had it on fountains. Like I drank it, you know, as opposed to having orange juice for breakfast, I drank it, you know, at the dinner table with my dinner and I drank it instead of having water, like literally was like, and it it just seemed the same way the concept that you said about M&Ms. Oh, you're dehydrated or you're thirsty or you need electrolytes. Boom. Drink these sports drinks that were had, have way too much sugar, have artificial ingredients. Don't really have anything that's going to do something good for me. I mean, I get like you need to replenish, but there's many other ways that you can replenish more naturally. And so that, that kind of was the reason and the thought process that was always there in wanting to create something healthier um, after my experience overseas where they don't have the same type of sports drinks we have here. So especially in Germany, well, they just, they really don't have anything. Like they mostly drink water or they'll put magnesium in water or some kind of, you know, whatever you, your body needs more of, it'll be like something you get from the pharmacy. That's like a powdered Mm. form. And they didn't they didn't have you know Gatorade Powerade whatever else now all sports they didn't have any of throwback sh- yeah no right <laughs> I know them all yeah. trust yeah, me yeah, yeah. um but yeah they didn't have them there and that I was mad at first I was like I'm playing for this team this big time club and yeah. you take care of me in every which way but you don't have a drink sponsor like what's up and yeah. it really started to open up my eyes into why and like the artificial ingredients and so it's something that that stayed with me when then I came back home and wanting to create a healthier version of that to, to just really replace something. Cause I'm terrible at just drinking water. So mm-hmm. something for me selfishly and yeah. something that had real ingredients. And that's where we landed on turmeric, which has been in my family tree. So put those two together. And I, f- I feel like, you know, we, we got the yeah. formula. How so. the, yeah. So how did the, you started at least thinking and yeah. about this during your, while you're playing overseas yeah. and then you came back and like walk me through that whole process. Yeah. So, um, just as I described, you know, just wanted something else while I was out there, like, okay, well there has to be a better solution. You know, I don't know how and who and when that's going to happen, but there needs to be better one. And, um, then when I was done playing and I came, came back to the States, um, I was working still in athletics and still, I still saw it. Like I was off of it for the past four or five years. I, I hadn't drank a typical sports drink throughout that whole time. So for me, I didn't want it anymore, but I still saw how it was still being taught. It was still something that everybody was going to as f- for a, even a performance standpoint. Mm-hmm. And um, 
turmeric has been in my family tree. My dad's originally from India. So I grew up on it in curry dishes. I grew up at my grandmother used to make like a concoction when I sprained my ankle, when I had a bruise. It was always some like yellow paste she would put on me um, when I was. Smelled funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, When I was uh, when I was sick, uh, literally my doctor would say, go home to grandma, let her because he was familiar with Eastern medicine. And he was like, let her make some kind of you know, really strong curry dish or something with like all of the herbs, Ayurvedic medicine and try that first before, you know, I prescribe you any antibiotics. Uh, so that's what I knew as like a remedy. And mm-hmm. so coming back to it, I was like, okay, well, dad, I'm not going to, I don't know how to make chicken curry yet. Like how you do. And <laughs> I'm not going to make it every day as much as I love it. So how do I get this more in my diet? And I'm not really good at vitamins and the supplements on the market, you know, there's a lot of great ones but then there's a lot of ones that aren't that good so how to choose between um so i was like is there a way we can drink this like how can i like get it in a drink and that just we just kind of literally feverishly went to the kitchen and just started experimenting my dad has a little he has experience um some science background he had a restaurant before so he had some culinary experience so entrepreneur yeah exactly so it was kind of just like okay let's we'll just see for ourselves even you know yeah and then he realized that we were onto something and we got connected with the food scientist that had over 16 patents in ayurvedic medicine and he focused mostly on using turmeric and and other other ingredients um in the form of of like supplements or more medicinal related application application versus just for everybody to make an incremental difference. Mm-hmm. And uh, together we just came up with a formulation and realized that it tasted good and it was good for you. And uh, that's kind of how Tumi was born. That's so wild. What, yeah. Like a year ago, right? Uh, it's actually years? a few years ago. So, okay. but we started about three years ago. The idea was started four years ago okay. when we, when we kind of were like, okay, in the kitchen, realize that maybe this can be a solution in a water. Um, a story I don't tell, I actually haven't told really that often is, <laughs> uh, yeah, is like kind of the, there's just so many layers to it. It's like why it really makes sense and why I'm so passionate about it is just, it's not, now turmeric is trending, right? So there's things yeah, that are coming yeah. out with it. So we're not just somebody that jumped in on the trend. This, this is really rooted in family history mm-hmm. and just overall life experience and, and the need for it and why I believe so strongly in it is that, so when I came back from playing overseas, I, I'm, I went home to my parents, um, stayed with them. Until uh, I figured out what I was going to do and where it was the next move. And while I was there, our neighbor, um, she was diagnosed with stage four cancer. And uh, rest in peace, she's no longer here. But she came because she found out just too late. But when she came, what she her doctor was telling her was like, you know, you should really uh, look into uh, this ingredient, turmeric. And she had no clue. She had never heard doctor. of it before. Yeah, she had never heard of it before. She had no clue how to use it. Um, and so she literally knocked on our door and came over and knew my dad, like made curries, knew he was from India and was like, can you help me? Like, how do I get this in my diet? How can I use it? And, um, my dad literally went to the kitchen and cooked every single curry dish he knew that had turmeric in it. So there's like all different types of dishes where that's like the chosen ingredient because of whether for the coloring or for the flavor or whatever. So he literally made everyone that he knew brought her over these pots. Like, so that way it was like kind of, he thought, we thought it was double purpose. Like, so now you don't got to cook, like take Mm -hmm. that load off your family and you get these good for you ingredients. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it was unfortunate that she couldn't eat that much at that time. So she's not able to, she'd have to eat copious amounts of that food to be able to really get that ingredient into her body the way she needed it. So it, it really was another piece that was like, okay, we have to make this so it's easier someone can drink it you know if you're drinking it that's a lot easier um to put it into your body than having to you know sometimes you can't make these cocktails of pills so if you can't take other pills or you don't know how to make it raw from the root like how Mm -hmm. how do you get it into your body and uh so that really was kind of the driving force to really go in the direction of beverage um, and how to apply this ingredient in that. So is wow. it absorbed differently? Cause you drink it as opposed to like eating it and it's slower. Um, it, 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 it really not necessarily. Okay. I mean, how, how it gets into your bloodstream 
Um, there are different delivery methods that you can use, yeah. you know, like piperin helps with, with absorption. So black pepper, and we use that in our turmeric extract, our formulation, also oil based. So some kind of oil. So, um, that also helps in like cooking. It's something that's heat tolerable. So it, the heat huh. doesn't affect its efficacy. Yeah. So there's, I mean, just different ways and, and ha- it's a, it's an ingredient that everyone's body process is a little bit different. And, um, we would there's different studies on if you can have too much or if if you can't like as far as what it's going to do for you mm-hmm. same as like vitamin c yeah but uh at, at the same time it'll just pass whatever you don't use so sure, sure. yeah so who does the branding all this stuff who came up with to me is this you yeah so so my dad and i started it together so since that we were kind of uh, since the kitchen the first yeah, day since the yeah. kitchen the first day and he has the experience um and then just like my passion through sports and wanting to bring this to a to a broader audience is what really pushed pushed it forward and mm-hmm. kind of where we are today and where we're where we're headed really so um, it's like how clean it is yeah yeah it I is like good cle- well i'm glad you like it so yeah. it's it's something we still are are fine tuning like yeah. obviously you got to continue to evolve and yeah. this is what we felt had the most information at the same time had like a like a colorful appeal and was similar to like what people knew as a sports drink. Um, so similar enough, I should say like from the bottle design to everything. And now we've really realized that because we hit such a broader audience that, you know, it's really for anybody that moves. It's this ingredient is good just just to have in your, just to have in your diet, just to have as all day hydration, even, you know, just when you're thirsty and you want to get some good ingredients into you. And then, from the mental aspect of things, you know, I talk a lot about it because it means a lot to me. Um, and turmeric is good for cognitive function. Sure. So it helps with the brain. So that's good for everyone. You yeah. know, yeah, you, yeah. you can be drinking it. So we actually are in the process of like fine tuning to have our packaging evoke more of, of that messaging. I was, was going to yeah. say, are you going to yeah. take off sport yeah. or like evolve to a, yeah, a sport and a, no, we're, just a we're actually going to take off sport. Okay. So, it's going to be to me. Water is going to be gotcha. the, yeah, the yeah. standing. Yeah. So more focus for the all day hydration recovery standpoint. Mm-hmm. So makes sense. Yeah. I've seen you a lot. Uh, you probably don't know this, but I've seen you like, there's a yeah. lot of even look at looking back at the social. I've seen not you personally, but yeah. the brand and a lot of people I either know or follow in mm-hmm. the LA area. That's Seems awesome. Like you're doing a lot of stuff like that. Yep. Julia Glanz. I thought yeah. I saw on like yeah. something recently. Um, I don't know Demi, but uh-huh. we've done stuff with Scott, who she's always right. with. Yeah, absolutely. Thing. There's somebody else. But so I know you're yeah. out, out here doing a bunch of stuff, events and being seen and product. I don't know if you're you're sponsoring or just you personally are being there and handing out some stuff. But how yeah. are you growing the brand? How are you getting the messaging out? And then why the certain types of events or things you're doing? Yeah, well... Uh, I appreciate you recognizing that yeah, because yeah. we that's something we take great pride in is is just on relationship building. That's just the ethos of who we are and who we are being who I am really. Sure. Um, and so the pe- two people that you mentioned are actually great brand ambassadors of us organically. So oh, cool. um, we reached out to them uh, and whether it be because we saw them at an event that we were also at or through another connection and through social and got them some product and they loved it and supported them at different events in different ways. And they just really loved the drink and the brand and us. And so we just continued to make sure that they had product and made sure we supported them in any which way we could. So different types of partnerships, different types of collabs, um, you know, eventually, the way marketing works. And I know you two are more experts than I am. I'm just kind of navigating through my brand and just from what I hear from others and some good advisors that we do have, but we haven't paid for any, um, person to endorse our product. Okay. So anybody that's endorsed our product has been naturally because they like the brand. They like how it tastes. They like what it does to them. So they want to share it with their audience. Cool. Or from an athlete, they've either been a partner and wanted to get in because they liked it so much in actually the business side of things. And so they're they're real partners of ours. Um, so those are the ways up till now that we've kind of collaborated and mm-hmm. partnered with people. And a lot of it is just, yeah, me getting it to them. You know, I feel like if they're a good fit, if they, if they resemble who we feel that we are as a brand right now, that's the people want to get it to first because that's who others are going to see having it like sure, yourself, sure. you know, yeah. you know, who, how, who, how you associate those two people with, you know, all that they do is what we want to be 
part of. Sure, so. sure. Yeah. And we're kind of navigating that stuff now. Our yeah. coffee company. We just started a year ago. Absolutely. So we still work with other brands and, and people, but this is our baby we work with. Uh-huh. So, and we've worked with uh, now three people. They're okay. all like UFC fighters. We're working currently with an NFL player. Nice. So it's like, all right, who's going to be a good fit for us? Who's going to help? Who's, whose market is going to be our market? Um, I think we've done a good job so far. But like there's always adjustments within that. Like, all right, Absolutely. we thought this was going to be a little different than that was. Um, but like finding that right fit of, of person – uh, market, and then obviously like us with them yeah. vibing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been a few people that we've gotten product to and they liked it, but they just, we just, our interest, you know, didn't align and that mm-hmm. was fine too. You know, it's good to at least get them to try it, get their feedback. Sure. Uh, maybe potentially do something collaboratively down the road or just make sure whenever they want it, they know they can contact us and we'll be sure to get them some or support them in however we can. Yeah. Um, we, and, and when I say like, uh, we haven't paid paid for it per se. I mean, that's I, I that's a wrong wording I should say because the product is a cost, you sure. know. So yeah. I know people's people value uh, their platform more than just okay thirty six dollar case, you know. But at the same time, uh, we're, we wanted, we want it wanted to be like a joint partnership. Yeah. So other ways that we can support as well as we're always interested in doing that. So. Yeah, yeah. So uh, do they do affiliate stuff? Are they getting codes and? And kickbacks? So we haven't tapped too much into that. Okay. Um, the ones that we've worked with so far haven't really, that hasn't been an interest for them. So sure. whether it be from other models not working, other companies, them not really totally enjoying that experience, them feeling like it wasn't truly organic, which is what we were trying to hit on. Yeah. Uh, we do want to do that and we yeah. are going to continue using that as, as a way to potentially market. But for those that we've worked with before, um, no, it's just really about them. Just if you like it, share it. You yeah, know, yeah. so yeah. we're just getting into that. Yeah. So that's why it's like, yeah. all right, who's going to be a good fit? Who, who, like, all right, if we're not going to pay, we're going to do affiliate stuff. Are they? Do we have to like make sure every post is is on point? And if if we if they do something like publicly and we're like, eh, how do we get out of that? That kind of deal. So, yeah. So we're there. That that for sure is something that we've always uh, that we've always paid attention to. It's not you can never nail it, but it's yeah. something if mm-hmm. you're aware of it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's better because we'll we'll get people that are like, oh, did you get this to so and so? Oh, you should send this to so and so, or this person will be great for it. And it's like, okay, yeah, maybe, but maybe not as well. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Well, what we found too, and we've talked about this on here before, is like there's a lot of athletes that are really shitty at selling product, really shitty. Mm-hmm. And uh, if if it were they were anywhere near what some of the fitness people I know here are like in selling product, they'd be millionaires off of their their instagrams like just off that alone because they a lot of the fitness people we know are very good at explaining and why and talking about it and being authentic with it and not just being like hey got this product today shout out thanks for the thanks for sending me a package like nobody gives a shit about that that might get a person or two to be when they're on the at the shelf i'm like yeah wait that's what someone's so drink let me try it but that's not going to get you to go out and search for it so a lot of those people are so shitty at that because they just don't they're 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 not good at um at social yeah no absolutely and just you just hit on it too the organic nature of it if yeah. you don't if they don't believe in it if someone doesn't believe in it then it's harder to convince other people Hell yeah. you know what i mean Hell yeah. so it, yeah like you said the people that are diehard fans of that person may anything that they do they're you know looking at looking it up wanting to have it mm-hmm. whatever but most consumers which is who we're targeting that would benefit from our product are a little smarter than that. You know, they're sure. making choices based on their what's going to be good for them, not necessarily what else someone else is projecting. Sure. So that's a that makes things a little bit more difficult. Uh, <laughs> it's not like the days, you know, when big brands would literally just be like and yeah, smile yeah. with yeah. their product holding it and that be what it was, you know, yeah. and that developed the brand loyalty just by doing that. Now yeah. it's what is it going to do for me? That's uh-huh. what everyone feels like. Which is good. Know? People have definitely gotten smarter. Yeah. Consumers. Yeah absolutely at least in that that regard yeah yeah so how do you how will you i know you're, you're gonna take sport off you'll do some other stuff how right. are you changing marketing moving forward um like besides just that part of it is it just slapping a different label on it are you yeah. changing ingredients at all or anything inside of the bottle we do have one um so we we started with or just last year we had five flavors and so we have a coconut water and we had a citrus and so working with a couple of retailers that we've partnered with, they, their buyers, they said that they really loved 
the flavor profile of our citrus and most people did um the formulation was really good but citrus didn't it wasn't something that people would grab as their first choice Mm. when you have like a pomegranate and a mango and a citrus citrus wasn't the one people would be just grabbing off the ingredient name so that gave us some flexibility to create a little more artisanal flavor and and mess around with some other ingredients to make a cucumber lime and um also a way to incorporate um, ginger, which is something that we we focus solely on turmeric, but we want maybe for a flavor to incorporate ginger. Sure. So that citrus allowed for us to have. We have two different formulations right now. We haven't decided on which one that we'll launch in replace of citrus that have very similar flavor profile to our citrus, but hit on that more artisanal. So that that taps into the marketing of it because it's yeah, not really yeah. so much the ingredient. It's more on like how people perceive it. Yeah. So yeah. So that's one. And then the coconut water. We noticed that. It's very much a seasonal flavor for us. So in the summer, it does really well. You know, everyone's mm. more people are, are tending to go towards coconut waters just in general, um, whether it be because of the weather or whatever their lifestyle allows for. And then in the other months, it's it gets a little bit more lost. You know, I hate using that word because people throw it at me all the time. But that's the only time <laughs> yeah, when it really yeah. it really does get a little lost with because huh. coconut water has been around for now so long and there's so many different varieties so many different brands that people already are so loyal to it's hard for like an emerging coconut water in general to come out and then one that it's not its main focus like turmeric is our main focus so that added ingredient um doesn't always serve uh to our benefit in in other months so those that's from a marketing standpoint that's what we've been able to fine-tune with our product lineup and we have um other products in our pipeline that I'm not quite ready to share no. right now. We'll have to come back okay. for that. But yeah. but so that that would be these are uh there to establish a presence for those to roll out into. So from a product standpoint and product release standpoint, that's where we are. From a marketing standpoint, um we really want to push digital and push e com. That's the okay. that's the focus for the next eighteen months. So we haven't really tapped into that because it's all retailers distributors um you know getting into that buying cycle doing all the paperwork so that way we're on the calendar for you know being accepted for the next one and mm. it takes a long time for yeah. people don't realize that process yeah the yeah. process even when buyers love us it still ends up taking longer where okay you love us you like it let's go on the shelves tomorrow like it doesn't <laughs> work, it doesn't quite work like that so um from we we still want to maintain great relationships with retailers obviously that's still the way to go to grab and go drink so it can be offered in more places that's very much a strategy for us the channel strategy but um right now while we're still in the growing stages and we've connected with our audience already and have built somewhat of a consumer base i want to really push our our online presence so mm-hmm. how long how long from um concept to delivery from like okay we're going to change the flavor mm-hmm. then like testing what the flavor is and when the, whatever you guys do in yeah. the kitchen to launching an actual product what's the start to finish on that i mean uh that's a very i feel like personal question in the sense of every brand i'm sure is completely different yeah. uh we like to move fast sometimes uh that's not always to our our benefit because Uh -uh. then everything else has to catch up to it so the financing has to be there the the plan has to be there the marketing support has to be there and um we're constantly innovated that's why i said we already have like a pretty diverse product pipeline that we're just anxious for the right time to put it out there so for us we move pretty fast and i think that's because that's one part i've taken over mostly um overseeing most of everything in the business but the r&d side i work very close with my dad and he works with the food scientists and that's his mm-hmm. kind of bread and butter and, and innovating then the new products and fine-tuning them so he's always always his mind is always churning on that and he's always mm-hmm. always working on it so for us i mean if i had to give you a definitive time um even from bottling not just from yeah start so to finish start to finish uh i would say anywhere from six months sometimes could be a year okay. but for us we can do it pretty quickly okay. so yeah that's interesting. Where, uh, what re- where retail wise are you guys available so we we got into whole foods at the local level and yeah. did really well we we had good traction and velocity to where we then 
they onboarded us to UNFI, which is one of the biggest natural product distributors. And so through that process, there's a little bit of a lag time and getting onboarded and put mm-hmm. back on shelves. So, but we're in Whole Foods, um, just in local? SoCal, SoCal. SoCal. Okay. Yeah. See, that's, that, well, the reason I asked that yeah. is, is I wonder if I was thinking if you're elsewhere, the coconut thing would make more sense to me. Yeah. Cause now it's not like there's a weather change in SoCal. Right. It's not like it's, oh, it's nice. We can go out. It's yeah. spring. I'm starting to get sunlight. Yeah. I'm feeling coconutty, yeah. but it's, it's weird that it would be in SoCal and that would still be the same. Yeah. Thing. But SoCal. People still have that mentality. You I know, know but like, it's not as drastic. Yeah, that's you true. Know? That's true. I mean, you could, you because of the weather, you would think that it wouldn't matter. But still, yeah. you know, everything's still seasonal. Like they're putting out like winter holiday stuff now. Yeah. Yep, yep. You yep. know, Pump, so I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I just exactly. wanted to guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I'm with you. Like I, to me, yeah. it's still mind-boggling, but it is. The, is what it is. It is what it is for us, at least. So yeah. we've noticed. Um, because it wasn't like people just didn't like the flavor. A lot of people liked it because that was, we particularly made that formulation that um, we use stevia leaf uh, as uh-huh. our as our sweetener to keep the sugar low, and our coconut water didn't have any stevia. We just used the sugar um, naturally occurring mm-hmm. from the coconut water. So it could be that for those that maybe did have a sensitivity to stevia, which I've I've learned is like about one percent of the population. Okay. So um, those that had that sensitivity, they had an option for it. So people liked it. Uh, it's just for us, it just seemed to do better in the summer. So, uh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, and that's like, I had to take, an, even to speak about it now, like I'm kind of had to take an honest approach to it, you know? Like sure. you have to, we have to look and see which is really resonating with our audience. What can we grow with? What should we, what moves should we do? Uh-huh. Um, not always am I making the best moves, but I think, you know, trying to continue to adapt and grow and pivot is, is important, especially at the early stages of a company. Sure. Sure. Totally. And you not to be like, no coconut's going to work. Yeah. You're going to like this. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people just continue like throwing it on the shelves and yeah. it's not selling. You're like, Oh shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How big's the team? Um, and then what are you doing? What's your specific role? Like, yeah. Like the day uh, besides day. everything. Yeah, I'm I know. Sure. That's it's <laughs> difficult sometimes, as I'm sure you guys could yeah. relate. Uh, we have about five people that are working, you know, all time. Uh-huh. Um, and then that it's always a kind of interesting question for me to answer because we do so much outsourcing. You know, we're, yeah. we're flexible in that way and we have to be. Um, conscious of our cash flow to be able, and there's experts out there, and especially in the space, that are able to kind of a la carte services to help mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. So we do, you know, we out, outsource certain marketing efforts. We outsource, um, obviously, our distribution is handled by by a company and Salesforce sales team, and then internally working on everything that that really the motor that that drives drives the company is about five of us. Um, I f- for myself, I. I've learned, I mean, I started off having to do the development of it, you know, having to really focus on building the business. We were able to self-fund at the beginning, but then we needed to bring on some partners um, and to raise some capital. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I worked on that and was worked really closely with with some financial advisors to kind of help me in guiding me through that. And I have a little bit of development experience. I worked at... um, UCLA as the director of our Bruin Varsity Club, which was in charge of all okay. our former student athletes that worked in the development office. So I did have a little bit of that fundraising experience. So to manage that and dealing with our shareholders and kind of really uh, leading that charge uh, is, is a big part of what I do. Um, the overall marketing strategy, channel strategy, working with our advisors, uh, looking at new retailers and meeting with the new retailers, getting product to the new retailers, um, uh, also working with our community partnerships, trying to find and identify the ambassadors that would be great for mm-hmm. our brand and meeting with them, getting to know them, getting product to them. Uh, I still do mostly a, a, a lot of our events. Um, we do have... See that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do have uh, a, a good kind of team that we can call upon that can go out and do events but there's so many that i have such a personal relationship with the person that's putting it on that i'm like well why aren't i there you know i could speak mm-hmm. the most about my brand and i want to support and speak the best and yeah, yeah. i, I want to support that person who's whose event it is so you know this is yeah. it doesn't matter it's a saturday it doesn't matter what i did before or after like this is what i want to do and yeah. it's also so, kind of cool for, yeah. for them if you're having the event whatever they're doing it's yeah. definitely like to have you there and not like you just sent somebody with some bottles there yeah no to yeah. be honest i used to think i used to and this just is 
my own personal growth and with the brand I used to think like oh that made us look bad like I can't mm -hmm. be the one that's there we need to show where we are and what stage okay. in our growth so we do have these team that we've trained they need to be the ones that go out and do the work and then I was like well then I was taking a step back and I was looking at it and I was just like but I I speak the best about it I'm the most passionate about it and I still want to learn from that group of people that we're either sampling to or we're giving product to. to yeah because yeah, you get so much feedback right then and there yeah, that yeah. big companies don't get they pay and outsource yeah. marketing companies to get and gather that data and I'm right there and I can get it right in front of me and ask them oh you didn't like that flavor why or why do you like this one better or how this helps you because or you hear so many stories yeah I've heard about turmeric but I just never knew how to use it and then it's like okay well this is how I can tell you the next person how to use it um so I just I enjoy it now like I really enjoy it and I try and try and be last year I was every last summer I was everywhere like <laughs> literally <laughs> everywhere obviously when I say everywhere it's still places that align with our brand because yeah. so in the beginning I, we were kind of worried about that too is just we we're doing anybody sent us a request we felt like we could be there we're there you know just that's a way to get it out there uh -huh. but not every audience is for you you know and not every event makes sense for where you're trying to go with your brand so we had to kind of in some ways tell certain people that it wasn't the right fit or our calendar was full um or just be more selective in what we reach out who we reach out to for what events that we do and uh we take great pride in that i mean we've done done things with nike we've done things with apl the the sneaker company mm -hmm. we've done a lot of stuff in LA, as you said, yeah, you yeah. know, from Crew Box, Crowd Cafe, which oh, are out on Melrose, like um, yep. and different sports rehab facilities, different camps. One of our partners, Mercedes Lewis, he has a football camp that mm -hmm. he puts on, so we'll align with him for his football camp, and just just different things that that make sense. The running community has absolutely embraced so, us. Yeah, saw that uh, Korea Town Run Club. Yeah, Korea Town Run Club. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Drea, I saw do something else. Yeah, so, I don't know if, if you go through her or whatever. Yeah, but I saw her post the morning thing. So yeah, I've done. I've we didn't do Korea Town World Club, did we? Actual no, we run. No, we did. No. no, 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 we did something else. Um, but I know all those people. Yeah, I mean, cool. I, I've yeah. gone to like events of theirs and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's funny like how many people. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and I can't take all the credit for it. So my brother actually has come on to to be part of the company, uh -huh. and he really works a lot on the community partnerships and the ambassadors. So cool. he's the one that kind of really scouts them, and he's the one that initially reaches out to them, and then I'll see which ones that he should stay in contact with, and which ones I should then develop a relationship with and, and get in contact with. So like Julia is one that I right away clicked with. She played soccer at ASU. Mm -hmm. um, I played basketball at UCLA. So it was just kind of like, then we were doing workouts together, how, how we can support each other. Just mm -hmm. even at a like friendship level, uh -huh. sure. growing entrepreneurs, you know, kind of that culture, not just you're a brand ambassador for my drink, you yeah, know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. uh, he's done a lot, a lot of that. He's helped establish cool. a lot of those partnerships. We did stump, something with Lululemon, which was really cool with us for, for their running clubs. And so They're running club. I didn't know that. Yeah. They, they, I don't, yeah, basically through uh, same way that Koreatown run club does, you know, mm -hmm. starting okay. with the Nike store, they, yeah. they do it at one of their stores and they do a run and kind of have some activities afterwards. I think so. every, brick and mortar like that should be doing shit. yeah i used to go yeah. to the, the nike run clubs and i didn't even i wasn't a runner like i wouldn't call myself a runner quote unquote i would i it would be they all these people would be training for halves or 10ks or 5ks whatever it was or marathons and i would come on the one day when they would do like 400 runs and like speed run what they called it but those were fun as shit they got 50 to 100 people inside the nike doors like you're getting yeah. your market inside your doors once a week that many people and I'm, they probably just spent too much money because Nike always spends too much money and shit like that. Yeah. But they could have done a lot more cost efficient. Adidas did one in LA on mm -hmm. third street prominent yeah. one time. Not well run, but yeah, they because got a good some people, people are just checking the box, yeah. you know, right. That's, oh, that comes back to sure. it. So like how you market and how, you know, the organic nature of it. Yeah. Some people just want to check the yeah. box. Like, so, oh, Nike's uh, doing yeah. something. We should do something in yeah. LA. Well, they, yeah. It, it was really, it was really like really unorganized. This was probably a year and a half, two years ago. Um, but now they've done, so one of my friends, Danielle Pacenti, who I should, would be, a, she knows Julia. She'd probably be a good person to connect you with. Nice. Um, but she, she does like workouts. She's done a couple workouts with Adidas now. 
and you'll start at the store, you'll run on the beach, do a workout. And those are very well done. And it's done from an Adidas level and then also with her. But it's just like, again, you're in the store and they give you like a couple of drinks and they yeah. give you a discount on clothes and shoes and blah, blah, blah. But they get you in the store. Right. You know, on a, on a day I wouldn't have gone to the store and been there. Right. Yeah. And, and that makes sense in another way why just because everyone's checking that box is why also we started to be a little bit more selective and sure. particular and mindful on who we collaborate with and where we are and what we do is because there's every brand then wanted to be there, you know? Uh, yeah, so yeah, if yeah. we'd go to something where we, they invited us, they wanted us there for the hydration. And then there's three other drinks there. And yeah. it's like, it's a mm. 20 minute workout. That's not yeah. really a workout because yeah. you're just putting on this event. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So people aren't really that thirsty. And now you got to give them five options. Like, yeah, come yeah. on. Like, yeah. Yeah. Then people are just going to be like, forget it. I don't, I'm going back to what I brought in, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it, uh, we had to, you know, we've Pull seen back that. On yeah, that. Yeah. 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 We've had people ask us for our coffee. Well, send you coffee. Yeah. And then there's two other coffee companies. One of the things yeah. and I was like, yeah. All right. It was a friend. Like, all right, yeah. but we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. Like if you want to, if you want us to support, you support us. And that's yeah, cool. absolutely. We've taken a big stance on that. I think that's, that's something that, you know, startups, young entrepreneurs could probably uh, relate to is that where you try and just get in the door and where do you, like take a stand mm -hmm. and we are now um somewhat in the position but also just from where the direction we're going is taking more of a stand of if there's another sports drink that's there then we're not really interested in participating because we're the healthier version it's not that um you know competition isn't isn't necessarily a good thing even and it's not mm -hmm. that we feel like we're so much better than everyone but if we're the healthier option and you have that other option there, then how it doesn't make sense even for you as your event that you're having the split decision. You know, it's like, yeah, go ahead and be unhealthy and go ahead and be healthy. Like what? Like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't speak to that same message. Sure. So that that's kind of like where we are. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. How do you how do you go about navigating the space, at least like as you have been as yeah. a sports drink competitor to these multi-billion dollar companies yeah. and saying, hey, we're better in, in the fact that like what's going in here and going in your body is better for you physically. But they've got these multi-million dollar campaigns and multi-million dollar partnerships with with major athletes and how do you leagues, how you, leagues yeah. mm -hmm. ufc gatorade has the whole the whole g league and their nba yeah like, they have everything yeah. yeah um in that way we're we're thankful for other brands that have emerged um so body armor for example yeah they kind of they definitely knocked on the door and made people aware that there's could be something else out there for them mm -hmm. and uh, there could be a healthier option, whatever it may look like. Uh -huh. um, I like we, their I like their whole um, Gatorade. We'll take it from here. We'll take it from yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so they they were able to spend on that. They have some really big athletes behind them. Kobe Bryant being one of them. Yeah. So that helped in making people. Yes, it did things for them and made them almost at the same level <laughs> as some of those other drinks now. But it also opened the door wide open for brands like ours that okay there are other options out there so maybe i should be maybe i should look on the shelves a little bit more to see what else is here or maybe i should look into what is for my need um so that's one thing that we're thankful of in the timing of things mm -hmm. also from an ingredient standpoint like that's one thing where we're very different is that we have turmeric as our Made main ingredient close, yeah. yeah so we're not trying to advocate of being more electrolytes then or sure. just less sugar then you know there there's another piece to it of why we are so different yeah so but there's teaching to that yeah like yeah. Well, why is you know 13 year old me you come to me and be like turmeric like i don't what so whatever yeah like there's teaching to that absolutely so that and that's part of why you know we've been you know, systematic and strategic with our growth and uh, now are in a position where we really are able to kind of pump more into it to take it to the next level is because there was a large part of that education. So the past couple of years, it's been all education. So really, I mean, telling people when we just even a couple of years ago um, or even last year or even still now, people are like, what is turmeric? You know, so having to educate, yeah. educate them on that then that's another thing we're we're happy about is just the general conversation around other 
natural ingredients, turmeric being one of them. It's in most magazines now. It's been on yeah. most talk shows. Most doctors are talking about it, you know, fitness people. So everyone's kind of like bringing up this word yeah. that now people are like, okay, well, I do know it does something for me. So yeah. that's yeah. that's a part. Um, and then the sugar is something that's a draw still for like that 13-year-old, like you said. Their mom doesn't want them to have as much sugar. So we're lower we're low in sugar so that that'll be something that they'll grab Mm -hmm. but it's it's a constant um and that's another reason too why we decided that we're we're really for a broader audience Mm -hmm. you know it's not just Mm -hmm. for sport because this is so good for everybody and good from a hydration standpoint that we don't only have to go against these big right right now sports drinks yeah yeah. that's why i meant kind of in the past but so now moving forward do you where you're at in the shelves, are you going to ask for a different spot in the shelves? Like, where are you at right now? If I go... Well, the, the landscape is changing, too, which okay. is really interesting. And it's changing all over the place really fast. Like, I was just at a l- large um, grocery store this morning, and they have a what's new section. Uh, a cooler that's uh, what's that new. Sense. Yeah. And they have a kombucha in there. They have a... Um, uh, water just a plain water company in there they have like a cold brew they have all different mixed up type of drinks but in this what's new section or there's a live live healthy section or an organic section so that's cool uh, for us to kind of like pinpoint and tell them where we should belong is almost sometimes like it may not end up there but we've always been trying to navigate that in the sense of we fit in the functional water space which is a growing emerging category so we're there as near the sports drinks or we're there in in the waters which fits in coconut waters as well so anywhere where people really are going to for some kind of still performance related hydration um is is the initial draw interesting yeah Hmm. because it is so different of where you might find uh, a gatorade for instance versus whatever water brand yeah so i wonder like how much that would have to change or if it i mean i I wonder if if it tells as a customer if i'm walking by if it's by the gatorades or it's by the waters like that tells me personally something yeah no absolutely and that's something i'm always looking at and we're always we're always trying to navigate i think uh, it just depends on the retailer and there's some stores that we're working on getting into that i want to be right by the sports drinks because we look so different because we have a different ingredient because we can be used for those drinks that i want to be right there and they they want to offer other options i mean um so are you in this whole foods in playa vista we we are approved for them we're not currently on shelves in there because of the distribution change so soon you'll be able to go okay. grab it mm-hmm. in there yeah that's yeah. that's the yeah he lives yeah. over by there yeah. okay yeah. and i'm, I'm okay. you know it's a mile from me yeah yeah we are right now absolutely hmm. but you know the source so you guys are good yeah, <laughs> yeah. right appreciate you <laughs> deal yeah. so yeah. how is it how because we've got our family biz tim yeah. and i've been working together for nine years now in some capacity yeah how, what's it like working with pops and now brother yeah um in the beginning it's different yeah in the beginning it was really difficult to be honest <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was harder Why? than it was harder than we both thought yeah. because I have a really good relationship with my dad. Uh, he supported me, both my parents. You know, my mom actually works with my dad. They have their other company that they have together is together. Okay. Um. So, I th- I always saw that dynamic growing up, and so it was just seemed normal. It seemed okay, and then the only problem that there was when we first started was the generational differences that that really is something real in, especially in the workplace. And I had gone to, I had attended this one speaker series and I had heard someone talk about generational differences in the workplace and it was very eye opening, but I still wasn't a hundred percent sure on like how it applies, you know, to people that you're already close with mm-hmm. to a total stranger. Uh, it's, it's how you can understand like why you guys are so different, but to someone you already know and, like I felt like that, that was different. Whole life? Yeah, yeah, I felt like yeah. that was different. Um, but I really saw it. I saw it in the real life form. And you know, huh. some examples that they had given that still stick with me is this: like the baby boomer generation example. They're in their office and they're they're working in their office. And like our generation, we come to want to meet with them. Well, if the door's open, we're just gonna walk in. Like that's yeah. our nature. It's not okay. rude. It's just because it's open. So that's what we feel as the invite versus their generation is going to expect us to knock or ask or say, Hey, can I come in? Are okay. you busy? And, um, just that little change in dynamic would then create, um, you know, some kind of 
mental trigger where they would then be irritated with us <laughs> just to start off, right? Yeah. And we're we're just and we're just doing what we're doing. If we have to wait outside, then we're irritated, you know? So yeah, yeah. Um, just understanding that uh, took a little bit of time. That's That example didn't apply to my dad and I, yeah. but that's just to kind of for illustration purposes. Yeah. But there was other things that he had to kind of accept that I wasn't just his little daughter anymore, you know? Your like, partner. yeah. And yeah. that that all, sometimes my ideas would like be something that we would go with over yeah. his ideas mm. and dad doesn't know everything exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> his 30 years in business is great and is going to add value to the to our business but is not going to be the be all end all uh, you know yeah. like yeah. you ever have to go to mom be like mom can you just settle this or <laughs> <Yeah>. what <laughs> no it never got that bad um and i think it was just we need to learn our roles as well so we we're both doing everything like i'm sure yeah you know you did guys you like sit down and, and say all right i'm gonna do this you're gonna do this like that, did you guys have that conversation? We've never had yeah. that conversation. Well, we had that conversation it. and didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it didn't work. Yeah. So it's like, you can't have that conversation unless I feel like you've like lived those responsibilities and mm. like you've been able to grow into what those roles would be and what are. Um, like f just from the early stages when we'd have like investor meetings, um, they, you know, they would say, okay, who does what? Or who's going to make the, f one question we had got one time was who's going to make the final decision? And we both kind of looked at each other like we're going to do it together. And uh, they looked at us like, okay, you're stupid. You know, uh, like we'll see how this goes. Yeah, you yeah. know, we'll see if this is really true. So who does? Well, it depends now. We, okay. Because we've, we've taken on our ownership over our roles, it really depends. So, you know, in certain areas, like for example, in the marketing aspect of things, um, if, if it's something that, you know, we're torn on, I'll ultimately be the one that's able to make the decision. Okay. If it's something from like a production run standpoint where we got to tweak something or we're going to change something or add something, he's going to be the one that makes the final decision. So, um, that's kind of like those just of two roles that we have of many. That's like one example of the breakdown, mm -hmm. but yeah. So, and, but a lot of them we do together. We do collaboratively. That's the reason why I wanted to do that. And now I've been able to bring on some other part partners that, and team members that are really bring such a diverse background and so much ex other experience that we can lend to them where, yeah, okay, I'm the founder. I'm, I hate saying CEO because to me, yeah. it's just like, I don't want to just be fit into a title. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But obviously that, that is w what it is. Um, but all of our team members, like, I, if you if you know something better, then great, let's do that. Like, you, that's why you're here. You know, if I knew if I had all the answers, then you yeah. wouldn't need anyone, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's the reason why we have to have that collaborative effort. So that's probably so not common, though, especially in a small business. Yeah, where like you feel like you've got your hands on everything. If you had 250 people or a thousand people, like, of course, there's you're delegating all the time. Mm -hmm. But people in small businesses especially at the top they want to know everything and do everything and don't want to have suggestions like i'm running this like yeah we've you know we deal with a lot of small business yeah, people yeah and we've dealt with those people who we come with ideas and they're like no nah, i got this well like, yeah nah. see that's i i don't i can't even think like that so for yeah. me it's not part of who i am or who we are like yeah. if someone else has a better idea or someone else is better at something then go for it. Let's do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good to be open to it. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. How do you anticipate change marketing wise or things you're doing in general? Like do you do anything for holidays? I was going to say, cause you said you're going to focus on digital this year. Yeah. yeah. But, but like, how, yeah. that's where I was going to go with yeah. it. And then I thought black Friday, that kind yeah. of shit. Are you doing anything, anything yeah, we, special for that? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're working on that. That's where I, I've actually brought in a couple other people to kind of help me with that because oh, cool. it's not necessarily, I ha I have in my idea, like, my vision for certain things, but some of the ex execution on that digital side is not my expertise. So mm. I've been really working on the talent acquisition for that in the past six months and have found a couple cool people that are really gonna, you know, help to me go to the next level in that aspect. So really building out that, that timeline, really building out that calendar um, and applying it so that way we hit it from e email marketing to mm -hmm working with Amazon. So getting, making sure that we're optimized on Amazon, um, doing some tweaks to our own website so that we're able to offer, we're going into having a subscription box. So that way cool. going into a smaller pack mm -hmm. size. So that way we can do some more things with, with getting it to people for that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. yeah. 
Send me anything else. No, this is good. This is great. Uh, now I want to open it and drink it. Yeah, you got to so drink these are some. Ours. I'm taking. I'm taking pomegranate to me. So suck so it. Okay. It's business taking, and BS. Where, where? What is the BS? Just that we're here chilling. Yeah, we're we chilling. BS. Yeah. We yeah. BS a lot. Yeah. BS before, during, and after. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think. Why we came up with that name? I think somebody else came up with it. Actually, I don't know if we did. Well, you did. I had like unless, somewhere unless like this is breaking news that no, no, no I think it was like business. I think fuck? no, I think I kind of was like I'm thinking business and bullshit, but I don't know if I want to say shit. Like I, I we say shit, fuck, whatever. Yeah. we'll do that. But but like in the actual name of yeah. it, I don't know if that's the move. And I think somebody else had business and BS. If I think of it, I think of it's our our buddy Jack. Doesn't oh, matter. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't matter. But. So like, and it, I wanted the vibe to be very conversational and yeah. not like, all right, I'm going to send you a list of questions, answer these questions or be prepared for these questions. And we sit down, we'll ask you something. You'll speak back. I just never, I don't like that in my head. I don't like to hear those conversations. It feels very slow and boring. I want to hear like how you actually started this. And if we go somewhere else with it. Yeah. Cool. That's the BS part. Is, yeah. You yeah. We can go anywhere. That's the, yeah. 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 No, I love it. Well, because the reason why I ask is, um, I'm starting a podcast, actually. Hey, let's I'm go. Yeah. Breaking, are we breaking yeah. more news? Yeah, breaking oh. more news. You guys are getting all the time. You're getting all the news. I Jeez. I, I, almost every person we have in here, I say, start a podcast. Yeah, yeah. and then I, I was I was looking at watching more of your interviews, and I saw that you did that. I like I to like, say okay. conversation, not interviews, but go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yes. Well, <laughs> not, I'm not interviewing. Yeah. You're, it's yeah. an open conversation. Yeah. That's true. Let's that's go. true. And that's the format of mine as well. But Dig I just... It. So what... What do you, but what's it's focus? the reason why I brought it up is because you were mentioning your name yeah. and uh, more breaking news. It's, uh, know. it's called real shit with Shayna. So okay. I use the word. Okay. Yeah. My name. Will you put shit or make mm-hmm. it like an asterisk? No, put it real shit with Shayna. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I like it. Did, is so, there any, uh, you do this. Is there any restrictions with like iTunes I don't or know. I don't know, but remember our, our buddy, him and his lady have a, a they call it the relationship show. Huh. And he had an issue with it. I should ask yeah. him just yeah. to let you know. Um, and we got flagged at the beginning too because really? yeah. we. Well, I, I, think I we, messed up. I yeah. didn't. This is a, a, we. Our old podcast was Current Events. Uh-huh. Last name yeah, Current. Yeah. Current yeah. yeah. Um, and we did that for eight, and then we switched it. Mm-hmm. But that was uh, I didn't click ex- explicit. Right. Sure, that's what it was. Or yeah. Or we, cut, we cussed a few times. Whatever. Then, yeah, mm-hmm. That's what that was. It's it's so stupid. Yeah. yeah. Don't tell me what words should be allowed and when should be allowed. That's yeah. Story. Absolutely. But uh, he he did have an issue because of shit. And I don't know if it was in his in the title of it i'll dm him when we're done here or if it was in in like in his show notes or somewhere maybe he didn't check explicit on the thing either right um but yeah yeah make sure we'll, just we'll find out yeah, yeah. yeah. so I'll you don't get it. red flag yeah because yeah. right from, from he had to go through a whole shit shit ton <laughs> <A> shit things <laughs> to fix show. it yeah because of shit. i mean if i have to in the title like it, it might asterisk right it could just be you can say shit all damn day you just can't have yeah. it, I think yeah. was the thing. Well, it's funny to me because I don't really cuss that often. Um, okay. But I was talking to someone about, and again, it stemmed from this conversational aspect of yeah. just wanting to have more conversations. And the conversations that I did was having because I do all these events, because I meet all these people. And then even personally, the, my personal journey through it all. And you un- uncover so many different things about mm-hmm. people that normally unless you're vulnerable they're not willing to necessarily share yep. you know it's a very yep. surface conversation and so that really was interesting to me and i wanted to go deeper and so i'm like if i want to go deeper on this then probably a lot of other people would want to hear it right because on my own journey i was searching for all of that and i didn't necessarily find it all the time like that's why i like the bs part of it too mm-hmm. is because you know when i when I w- even still, when I was telling a few people that I was starting it, the some of them that were potential subjects, even they they were like, okay, what is it about basketball? And I was like, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is it about uh, female entrepreneurship? I'm like, eh, no. Mm-hmm. They're like, is it business? I was like, for me, I was like, no, not really. It's like about everything. It's like going deeper. Yeah, you're going to talk a little bit about what you do. That's natural. Just imagine you go to a party. You're going to meet someone. You're going to hopefully tell them what you do. Um, That's just, I guess, how our culture is in a way. It comes up. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't see it as a bad thing. People see that as a bad thing that when you ask someone, like, what are they doing? Like, that's just like the number one question. Like, people are more than that. Yes, they're more than that. But how you spend eight hours of your day, like that is a big portion of yeah. who you are it's too. Half of what yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, just kind of digging deeper into all of that, and 
being open there's certain themes that I want to uh, address but generally it's just really going with every which way and so Great. someone else thought of the name and they're like yeah you should call it real shit with Shayna and I was just like huh yeah it yeah. flows like off the tongue yeah, yeah I dig it there and you how go. are you that's why we started ours yeah like you said you're at events and stuff same thing us we'd be videoing with a brand working with you and we have this cool conversation and oh I just started and blah blah blah, blah. and the same conversation we just had we'd do it while we're doing video and then it'd be gone yeah so now, like, let's do it, save it, show other people. They can learn from it. Right. The same damn combo. Exactly. I like it. When are you starting it? Um, I'm actually looking to launch it in January. Boom. I was going to try and pump it out because I don't really feel like for things like that, I could be totally wrong. But it's just like, if it's good, it, there's no real time for it. I mean, you hear about companies that started during the great depression. Mm -hmm. Like, so there's no sure. real, real time. Always you can try and maximize and optimize, but, um, I'm actually, uh, going out of the country, going back to Germany for a little trip cool. in December. So I felt like if I'm not going to be here, that might not be the best, yeah. Yeah. best yeah. starting point. Yeah. You know, I better wait till I'm actually here so I can pay more attention and be more cool. closely to it. Where would you have, will you be in person? In person. It's okay. in person. Good. Yeah. Like so that. done, done already a couple, uh, oh, you have? sessions. Oh, yeah. cool. Cool, cool. So want to kind of get a few recorded before putting it out there mm -hmm. but yeah. yeah in person you know just conversation and it's quite interesting how you guys in incorporate uh video as well yeah. because my initial thought was just to do it um you know just voice just audio, you just yeah. audio. yeah and then probably the same reason why you just said this should live someplace you know people should see it mm -hmm. might as well put it out there and someone encouraged me that i should probably same reason do put it. the put the video do out. it if yep. you can so, social yeah. clips and yeah. yeah becomes yeah. effort but yeah social clips uh and it gives us a way like we'll take from this right here it'll be anywhere from three to seven clips we'll take cut use on social yeah promote and then you know we're able to give it to you and then you'll post and then yeah. like that's just how that all works and then right. more people are finding out about it and then we've got 10 million listeners an episode -ish. yeah that's or amazing. or much less than that mm -hmm. but yeah, hey, but, but like less, you know yeah. like yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. but yeah. and as i i've said before on here too like we don't have that many listeners let's say 10,000 over the last 6 months something uh -huh. like that okay but that's not nothing yeah of course not and we've gotten business from here people yeah. who've come on have gotten business from here yeah and it's like that yeah, we'd love to have 10 million an episode that'd be fucking yeah. great it'd be, it would change our, our life right. and our business would just be this yeah there'd be no bs it'd be right fucking yeah <laughs> uh, just business. but but it's there's still a ton of value in that for us and i'm sure for you same thing and yeah, it's influence influence yeah. is influence you know yeah. if you're making an impact on one person i mean obviously from a business standpoint you have to look at a different metrics but from life if you're making an impact on one person it's worth it yeah. That's how I believe, at least. Like, that's the reason why I still coach to this day. That's the reason why I want to start this podcast. It's yeah. it's all driven by, like, uh, using any type of voice that you have to make an influence on even just one person. Yeah. And usually that one person, it's more than that, you course, know, especially if you're really passionate about it and you're sharing things that experiences that you've gone through or knowledge that you have, then that's going to go a long way. You know, it's something yeah. that it's what drives me. Like, I, I have to think of a better name for it or better word for it, but um you know how there's like foodies like i'm mm -hmm. a people-y you know like yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean just in the sense of i like people i like to help people hear stories um, yeah, yeah and it's 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 weird to talk about it because it's not something that i think of often it's just how i am yeah. but i've have a, a few close friends that like have pointed it out to me they're like don't you get tired of just like meeting people and hearing their story <laughs> or telling them your story or whatever and i'm like no not really yeah. like you know i'm I sometimes will need my own time, my own space to just uh, decompress or just to be in my own thoughts or uh, relax, unwind. But for the most part, like it, it's not what it's not something that tires me out. It's something that I enjoy. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Like you said, impact one person, even just selfishly. Like, yeah, it's good to have a conversation with you. Yeah. Like meet somebody new, talk to somebody new. And even after every podcast, I'm like, ah, like I'm pumped about whatever, you exactly. know, whatever. And I'm re-energized just from sitting here, having a conversation with a different person who's doing cool shit. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And you guys are pursuing your passions too, right? Mm -hmm. That's probably right, yeah. what drives you. And, yeah. and then you even have, little ones right yeah so i'm not yeah. there yet so i have to fill i have to fill more time with <laughs> yeah, other yeah, things yeah. So time's still, different for us now. i got oh, still, yeah. i still have more more yeah. buckets to fill up you know yeah, those yeah. events will limit be limited once you <laughs> start yeah. popping those kids out. or you've got a really good assistant yeah 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 true yeah. <laughs> true. his daughter's four now so she yeah. can 
she could be there handing out. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. I thought you guys would have had some coffee brewed though, you know? Oh, you wanted some coffee. <sighs> yeah. Well, you came in with a coffee. I know, but I put it over there because, oh, you know? Yeah, I see it over there. Yeah. That's on Pat. That is on me. Yeah. I could have definitely made your coffee. Yeah. But you came in with the coffee. As organic as this is, you yeah. know, you should have your coffee cups. Yeah, like, yeah deal. That yeah. one person, you know? Yeah. yeah. I want to oh. be able to drink it. If I'm watching, I want to see, dang, do they like it? Or, yeah, you know? yeah, I feel you. What yeah. if you don't I mean, like it? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just you, you do like one of I don't know how you couldn't like it. Yeah. No, but then it's on video of her like putting it to the side. Nah. Like, <laughs> not drinking it the rest of the time. We'll see. We'll do an ad, quote unquote, ad read before about the coffee. Yeah. Oh, God. We're always talking about the coffee, too. Yeah, no, I yeah. love that, but I just yeah. think that. She wants some you damn drink coffee. coffee obviously. Obviously. That's your bag. This though. is yours. Yeah, that's your. That's oh, happy happy yeah. birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah it says, oh, it's happy birthday? No, I don't know. It's just. Just saying happy birthday to you. It's community coffee. Oh, well, it's my mom's birthday today. Happy oh, birthday to mom. That's why mom. I was like, is that's, it, that's the flavor? I'm going to give it to mom. Yeah. So when we give you that, yeah. you ha- mom has to tr- have at least one cup of it if she drinks coffee. Uh, yeah, she drinks coffee. I'll give, her, I'll give her the whole bag yeah, and I'll have one cup. Birthday, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's very unselfish of you. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Real shit with Shana coming real soon. Tell me water here right now. We're about to drink some. Shana, yes. we appreciate it. Thank yes, you. absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Again, use our code BS at rcitycoffee.com. You'll get 15% off any and all coffee orders. You don't have to go to the store. You don't have to drink all that sugar shit at that corner coffee shop. Get some real good quality coffee. You're an adult. Step your game up. Again, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.